I'm Sarah Connolly and this week we're talking cyclocross and I'm talking to young Dutch cyclist Sophie de Boer from Kalasnoth who's having her best season ever. She's just came third this weekend in one of the most amazing races on cyclocross and she won the Koppenberg Cross which is so iconic. So congratulations and welcome Sophie de Boer. Thank you, hello. <laughs> hello. I mean this season's been great. Uh, how does it feel for you? Um, yeah, to be honest, I was a bit surprised because uh, last summer I finally graduated after five years. So, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I had to focus on that for quite a few months and I could only start training, I think, in uh, back in July. So uh, I was a bit nervous in the start of the season how, um, well, how everything would work out because I also didn't do much races uh, on the road so uh, I surprised myself a bit but then um, I can focus 100% now on the races and on training so yeah it's going really great. Yeah because you started the season you came third in the super prestige in Heaton and then you won Ronsa which is one of my favorite races. <laughs> yeah um, yeah, it is a it is a really hard race, and um, yeah, I I I think yeah, that's what I like. Uh, just the same as the Koppenberg, mm. both races had uh, well hills in it. They were just um, well, were quite hard races, and I think um, yeah, that's definitely uh, good for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, they 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 look. I was looking down your Palmares and you came first in Ronsa, you came third in Valkenburg on the Kalberg Cross. Yeah. And then you came first in Koppenberg and then you came third in Coxheide and they're all really different races. Like you've got you've got some sand, you've got some mud, you've got, you know, a, a mountain bike type course. I mean, yeah, well, I think that uh, one thing that is familiar for all the races is that uh, all of the races are really hard races, so mm. um uh, but then, yeah, it is they're all a bit different, especially Coxide with the sand. But um, because it is still so hard, um, like Coxide, riding in the sand, sand is not uh, my, it's not what I prefer most. Mm -hmm. But then, because the race is so hard, it is um, well. If you make a little mistake, then it's it's not the end of the race. You can still um, like. I had a few times a gap on Sanaka because mm. he's a really good sand rider. But because the race is so hard, then you eventually will end up in a position that, um, well, uh, how do you say that? What? Uh, well, how your condition is, and if you have mm. good legs, then you will eventually still end um, well, like me, in the top three. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny you say that you're not good at sand because, you know, like you say, Sana Kant, she's the best sand rider out there, isn't she? But you know, Yeah, you, I think she is. But you and Sabrina, you were really giving her a hard time. She didn't have that, that wind didn't come easy for her, did it? No, no. I think, um, well, it's not that I'm not a good sand rider, but um, it's also not like Sana, uh, what is it, a specialty? Yes, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think... Uh, she didn't win easy at all because uh, it wasn't a really exci exciting race and uh, she also made quite a few mistakes. Mm. So I think we were quite eager in the race. 
but then uh, she really made a smart, uh, clever, uh, tactical decision in the last final lap, and I'm still a bit gutted about that. <laughs> I was going to ask you: Do you did, did you have you watched the race back to see what happened to see? Yeah, some... I, I watched a, a little uh, recap, and um, but you know, in the second lap, I think I had a small gap on hmm. Sana. But then I crashed in the sand, and uh, because I had sand in my shifter, my right shifter, I couldn't change gears anymore very quickly. Mm. And I was a bit, yeah, doubting should I change or not uh, change bikes. But then I didn't have uh, the good uh, tires on uh, on the, on the other bikes, and uh, because of coxide, the it, the pitch is in a section where it is quite fast, so I would have lost quite a lot of time if I changed. So mm. that's why I didn't. But then in the last lap, I couldn't change gears anymore at all, and I think that was also yeah a bit of a disadvantage for me. Yeah. I I would think I would drive myself crazy. You know, having all those things like, oh, maybe I should have changed. Maybe, maybe, maybe something should have done differently. How how do you not go crazy thinking about that? Um. Well, of course, when you're you're really focused during the race, but then it's interesting what you're saying because uh, last year I never really rode for the first place, and I always was a bit in the fourth, maybe fifth place sometimes I was racing for the podium but then it is quite different if you're racing in front of the race and if you're racing for the first place because then and especially like a Saturday you're in a group and then you have to make yeah tactical <laughs> decisions so uh, I think that's racing on a whole different level and I think I need to learn uh, learn that yeah learn that because it's, it's different so, so what's made that difference? What's what's made what's made you be able to race for the win? Um, I think the biggest change uh, compared to last season is and um, all the other seasons that I am a full time cyclist now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so having stopped university, you're now this is the only thing you're thinking about. Yeah, it really is. So <laughs> I can just focus. 100% on training and on the races and it's and you know just after on a Monday I can just lay on the couch all day to rest and just do nothing and I think that's the biggest difference I have so much more rest now and also uh, after a race I can clean my head and I'm not stressed about other things so I think that is just yeah really major difference yeah, I, I was talking to the Belgian cyclist Jolene Dora this last yeah. week, and, and she said exactly the same thing, because she had her best road season, and she's just won a race at the Track World Cup, and she said mm. exactly the same thing, that she's always been studying part-time, and now yeah. that she's stopped studying, it's it's the recovery time is, is what's really, she said, is what's really making the difference, and you know, yeah. Yeah, it's true because I don't think I changed a lot in training. Maybe I train a little bit more, but then uh, maybe that's only two hours a week, so that's not a big difference. It is exactly what she's saying. It is I have so much more time to rest now, and then uh, because yeah, I can um, I don't have to think about other things anymore, so I can just 
focus completely on all the races. And the over the, in the last two years, I I really wanted to be a full time cyclist, but then I also didn't want to uh, stop my uh, studies mm-hmm. because yeah, then I would have a major. Um, what is it? I have to pay major amount of money back to right. the government. So I didn't, and then eventually after cycling, I wouldn't have a degree. So that's why, yeah, the last two years I was not very happy um, that I had to continue studying and continue combining both because it was really hard. Always, I had no social life at all. It was always cycling, training, and studying. Mm-hmm. So that's what bothered me. Yeah, quite a bit last two years. So I'm also happy that now can do just focus on one thing and well, it works out. I yeah, guess. <laughs> yeah, it has. I mean, that I guess that's the problem, isn't it? I mean, imagine if you'd finished your degree and then your cycling had got worse or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes, uh, especially in the last year, um, I after I've been uh, sick one. Two seasons, yeah. yeah, two seasons back, yeah, two seasons ago. Um, I was quite nervous last season because I had some, I had really high expectations, and I felt a bit of pressure, like that I, um, well, that the results for me they um, that they should have been better, mm. but then it didn't, yeah, it didn't really. So. Um, for me, also this year was a bit like, yeah, can, um, can I uh, improve myself still, and can I get, uh, can I make another step? Yeah. So yeah. that's what 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 was what I was really nervous about. But then, yeah. Yeah, I th- I think last year you also had a lot of bad luck, didn't you? Because you had a you had some races with mechanicals and then you were yeah. sick, weren't you and and it, it felt like the start of your season was quite frustrating yeah it was especially um because uh, i had to i didn't have much points so in the world cups i had to stand on i think a four a start at the fourth row maybe third row oh my god and yeah i and and that's a major disadvantage especially mm. cyclocross and in races where like Cox said, where the start is really important. Um, so that was um, a bit difficult. And then I think in three World Cups, I had a, a mechan- mechanical, um, what is it? Mechanical. Mechanical problem. Just, yeah, uh... problem. So, yeah, then the, the overall classification for the World Cup, well, what it was, yeah. It was not possible to get a good um, result anymore, and then uh, especially because at the World Cup you get a lot of points, but then because I had three mechanical problems in three races, um, yeah, I didn't get much points, and then I think I crashed two times quite hard. So yeah, there were quite a lot of things that, yeah, bad luck. So that's yeah, that's also I think one of the reasons that um, I couldn't show what I what I uh, am doing now in this season. Mm, mm. I mean, and for people who are new to cyclocross, when when you say you started in the fourth row back, it's because they have you know riders start off literally in a line, isn't it? So if you're not on mm-hmm. the first row, you've got to get past 
all those other riders. And they're very narrow courses, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, because um, now I'm back on the first row again because I'm in the top eight uh, in the world ranking. Mm. And uh, for instance, last weekend I had this head start. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And I could uh, I could uh, go um, as the first one in the uh, in the technical sections, and then I think. Um, be- only because I could, I was, I think, the in the first sand section, only the four, first four riders, they probably can ride it, and the rest, uh, the other girls have to walk. So mm. it's very important that you're in the first three, four. And because I was, I think that Sana and I, Sana Kandana, we had already a gap of 20 seconds after the first lap. Wow. Um, just because we were just in the front, and I think that shows how important the first lap is. Yeah. So, if you're standing, if you're in the back, then it is really hard to, um, well, to get in the front of the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we see it with Mariana Voss when she started last year, and it takes her half the race just to kind of get you know just just to kind of get anywhere near the front because she starts right at the you know starting right at the back well last year she didn't um because there's i think two years ago they started with a new um rule that you will keep the points that you gained last season and then um yeah it's a bit difficult to explain but then um, the, the the season you had the year before, that's your start point yeah. for the season after. And I think that Mariana, she's always also in the top eight on the world ranking. So she's yeah. guaranteed for a position in the first row. Yeah, yeah, which you don't want as one of her rivals. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, if, if she's on the start line and if she's better than the rest of us, then I think it's fair for her to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it must be interesting being a Dutch rider because, you know, on the men's side, cyclocross is ruled by the Belgians. and in But in in the women's side, it's so much more international. You know, you've got the Dutch, yeah. you've got the USA riders, you've got the British, of course. And, I mean, is it is it is it, is it strange, the fact that you're... You know, you, you, the Belgians and the Dutch are kind of friendly rivals, aren't they? And you're going over there to win all their races. <laughs> um, well, I think, um, uh, as you say, in um, from in the men's races, it, it is uh, it, it is a race between Belgium and Dutch riders. But mm-hmm. then uh, in the women's race, there are so many nationalities that. Um, well, it's far more interesting, I think, mm. and it is not only a race between Belgium and the uh, Belgian girls and the Dutch girls. We have so many nationalities that are doing good. Um, yeah, I think I think that's even better, and it's also more interesting. Yeah, and it's it's nice because obviously we've got the first British World Cup next weekend in Milton Yes. Tours. I'm really, uh, I'm really curious about the course, and I'm, I think it's really exciting, especially for Nikki, Gabby, and Helen, mm. for them to race in their own country, and um, I think they will have major support. <laughs> oh, I think it's going to be so much fun, and because you rode, you rode there with the um, in the European Championships uh, last year, the year before. Yeah. 
I think it was the year before. Yes, year before. Yeah, so hopefully we can put on a really good show and kind of, you know, have our own British take on cyclocross. Yeah, well, if it's just as, um, uh, like, the Tour de France last yeah. summer, I was so overwhelmed by all the support of the people. Uh, but then I think the start was not in England, it was in... Scotland? No, no, it's in England. It was in Europe. England. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, no, well. no, that's good. It's 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 complicated. <laughs> um, people from Yorkshire like to think that they're a different country, but really they're part of England. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, even my grandma, she's from England, but then. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, does it make a difference when you're riding on home soil? Because obviously, with Valkenburg, Kalberg Cross being you know such a beautiful World Cup to ride. Is it is it better riding at home or? Um, well, I think that the uh, what it, ma- it makes what it makes what makes it better <laughs> um, is that uh, in, yeah you just have lo- lots more support. Um, yeah. I think there were so many Dutch people uh, at Falkenburg cheering for me. So I think that's that's a major uh, advantage and. Especially during such a hard race, well, I think it's nice you have a lot of people shouting for you because it, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Last uh, weekend, I think everyone was shouting for Sanne. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and especially one sand section where she could ride and I had to walk, all these people went crazy. <laughs> I mean, that must be so nice for her to kind of have that. And especially, you know, was, I think she was the first Belgian winner to woman to win it. And she would, you know, it was her first World Cup victory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think especially, I think Coxide is a really special race for her um, because of the Worlds in 2011. I think yeah. She, yeah, when she was third. And since then, she always did great in Coxide. So I think uh, for her, it was, yeah, it was really great to win the race. Yeah. And um, the race you won, Koppenberg, I mean, I I love Koppenberg Cross, but it's one mm. of those races where, for people who don't watch cyclocross, you say Koppenberg, and cycling fans know what you mean. You know, they know it's hard, mm-hmm. they know it's yeah. tough, and they can imagine what it looks like, even if they've never seen a cyclocross race. Um, what was it like to win that race? For me, it was it was really special because... Five years ago, I think I was 18, yeah. Then I got third on the Koppenberg Cross, and I think that was my first podium in a big race, and that helped me uh, to get in the national team so I could do the World Cups and the uh, European Championship and the World. So um, I've always had a special feeling at that race. But then, um, yeah, it was really, it was really special to win that because I just, I just love the race. It is one of the, um, for me, it is one of the most important cyclocross races, and I every year I would feel good at that race. Mm. And yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I'm still happy if I think <laughs> back about that, and probably I will be in a couple of years. But then I, I think I, I, I have, I will. Uh, I really want to win it again next year, again and again. <laughs> once, once isn't enough. 
<laughs> Helen said exactly the same thing about the race that you know yeah that, that you just I can imagine that. <laughs> so have you got your cobble trophy yeah I, yeah <laughs> but it's at my parents place so I don't have it in my own apartment it's quite heavy actually I didn't expect it was that heavy yeah I just it must have been so because it was a really it looks like a really exciting race I mean it was one of the ones it was one of the ones we could only watch on, you know, on Twitter. <laughs> little, oh, really? Little bit of highlights. No, but, you know, just watching people, like, typing updates, mm. you know, tweeting, oh, yeah, tweeting yeah, updates. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but, but the, you know, but it was also kind of good because it was the first, the first European cyclocross race with equal prize money for women and men. And that, that, that's, that was a nice thing, too. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously it was nice, but then I think... Um, I think Helen did a great job on uh, what she did with the sponsoring mm. um, and uh, Chris from America from 2020 cycling. Yeah. Um, I think it it is it was amazing. It, not just because of the money, but more that there was finally uh, we were e equal. Yeah. And um, I hope in the next few years that because uh, what I heard from my teammate Elle and also Helen told me that in America that women and men get treated equally all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's no surprise that women get as get as much as men do so um, well I think that Europe should follow that yeah. and, um, and not about I think it's not about money. It's just that in, in also on the road in cyclocross, we want uh, to be treated the same. I mean, for women, we have to put in as much work as men have to do, mm. and then um, especially because I know where I came from that you have to combine two things. I know there in the in the women's peloton there are quite a few girls, women that need to combine the training with work or with mm. study and I think that's really hard and if you improve um, well financial things then a lot, I think a lot more women can uh, just focus on cycling only and that will also improve the sport and um, because if there are more women that could participate in the sports then uh, eventually the sport uh, will grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think there was something very funny about it being an American sponsor. You know, it it's a challenge to Europe, isn't it? That if an American company has to come over and give the money, mm. yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that's a big that's a big question. I think to Europe to Europe because you know we like to think that we're you know European, we're progressive and yeah, <laughs> into well, equality. Apparently, not not really. Well, yeah. but I think um, that. Uh, we can't expect uh, major changes uh, happening at all at once. So I think it is important to focus on small steps. Like last year, uh, no, this year the, uh, we had a new UCI rule that we can start, uh, especially in the super procedure, just before the men's race. Mm. So it's not as early as it was. Mm. And um, I think that's also good for the women uh, women's sport because now we're just uh, riding just before the uh, men's race and then uh, we have also more support but then 
a bit more of a television, uh, what is it, coverage? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and it's easier, isn't it, for the media if, if you're just there next to the men? Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm try, I was yeah. trying to say. <laughs> yeah, and, um, but uh, uh, for instance, at the Copenhagen Cross, because there was now more uh, prize money, it, I think it will... Uh, it was important. It is important that also the girls that not uh, finish in the top ten that they get some money because mm. um, it is very important, especially in the cyclocross, that girls need to start. Otherwise, there's also no fund for the top five riders if there are no girls. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. especially for the younger ones, if they, uh, well, if you're living in Holland and you go to Belgium each weekend, it's quite expensive. So for them and it. It is, I think, more interesting if they have, uh, well, if they win some prize money as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You haven't always been a cyclocross rider, have you? You started out as a speed skater? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, quite a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, that's that seems to be the Dutch way to start cycling because you look at someone like Ellen van Dijk or Luce yeah. Hommelijk and they've done the same thing, that you start off skating and then you realise that you're better at cycling. <laughs> Yeah, well, I started, yeah, I, I did, I started ice skating, but then uh, I think I was horrible <laughs> because it's so technical and I always crashed and I remember my mom always said, the first thing she asked if I if I uh, finished the race, did you crash? <laughs> and most of the time I had to say, yeah, I did, so I hardly finished any race and uh, well during summer we did quite a lot of training on the bike and then uh, that's what uh, what I really like but then first I started with a bit of mountain biking mm -hmm. but it was the same problem I crashed <laughs> too many times and I think I was every other weekend in the hospital so oh, then someone said to me oh maybe you should do cyclocross it's well, it's uh, not uh, as technical as mountain bike races, so I tried that, and I think this suits me more better. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you like best about cyclocross? Um, yeah, well, I think um, one of the things is that obviously it's fun if you do something you're good at. Mm -hmm. So then it's always more fun. But then what I like about cyclocross is that it's quite diverse. Mm -hmm. uh, we have so many different races and uh, every week there's another race. And uh, I just, like Koksai, it's just for me, uh, um, sometimes I feel like a small, what is a small child playing in a... <laughs> in a sandpit. Yeah, it's so much fun <laughs> just only to do the race. And uh, I just love riding also in the woods and doing uh, this, uh, what is it, single tracks, um, mm. it's just so much fun just doing some uh, a complete different course every week and um, yeah, that's what I like mm -hmm. most, I think. And what, what, what courses, looking ahead at the um, rest of the season, which ones are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm really looking forward to Namur, mm -hmm. oh, that's beautiful. the World Cup and um, well, I'm curious about this week's, this weekend's race in England, World Cup. I hope it is a hard race. And um, then we have, I think, 
thinking, oh yeah, and then we have in two weeks coming uh, Offerreise. Mm-hmm. I always loved that course too, so um, yeah. Excellent. And how do you manage it? Because it's very hard. Like, you're racing two different races every weekend, I guess, from now until the middle of December when you have three races in a week. I mean, how, how do you manage such a long, hard season? Um, well, I think it is really important to um, have enough rest in between races mm-hmm. and... Um, for me, that means I don't do much training. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, I just train once a week in Alphen. It is uh, on the border with Belgium, in the south of uh, Holland. And we have uh, training from uh, Richard Groenendaal, Gerben de Knecht, and uh, Nico van Hest, all former uh, ex uh, uh, cyclocross riders and it's it is a really good training but then it is also a hard training so that's the most important training in the week and mm-hmm. the other days I just focus on resting and uh, keeping my uh, well my body healthy and uh, I think I have also good support from my parents they come to, with me every race and my dad does most of the driving to the races so mm-hmm. I can just sit back in the back of the car it's sleeping <laughs> oh that's nice <laughs> yeah yeah it is I think if I had to uh, drive to all the races myself it would be big difference so mm. Mm. and so you're in a new team this year and you're Kalas Noth um how, how does that make a difference yeah it is um last season last uh, winter uh, I also had this problem that I knew that I uh, didn't have a new team mm. for this year so uh, that kept, kept me yeah really busy and uh, I think I had a lot of stress about that because mm. I didn't know yeah what the future will be like and if I could still be in cycling but then uh, Mark Delat he's the manager of Kalasnov he um well, he had enough trust in me, and he offered me the opportunity to uh, come to his team. Well, actually, there was not really a team anymore. So last summer, um, I think a few people worked really hard, and they uh, well built this new team with Kalasnov. And it's just for me, it's perfect. Uh, it is a small team, and uh, every I, knew, I know everybody very well. Everybody can get along very well, mm-hmm. and uh, because it's such a small team, it is it is it is really easy. Um, well, to communicate with everybody, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone is just yeah, they're so happy for me every race now because it's going so good that it's just a small party after the race everyone. <laughs> and yeah I, I feel really um, I feel really happy to be in this team yeah especially because of the trust they gave, gave me yeah I mean that was a hard time wasn't it when you were without a team and it was looking like you know you might you might find it hard to race I again that must be that must be very distracting yeah it, it definitely was because uh, I also felt a bit of pressure because yeah. I didn't had a new team and um, yeah I think last uh, last season for the first time I thought 
well, maybe there's not going to be a new team and what's then? Yeah, what should I do then? Should I quit cycling or, well, yeah, it was um, was not a really nice period, to be honest. Mm. Well, I guess that, that's that's just what makes it all the better. I mean, you know, when you were on Runsa, that was your first that was your first yeah. high level win, wasn't it? And your first big your first big win, and to follow that up with Koppenberg, and you're in the you're in the World Cup leaders jersey now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny yeah. to be honest. But then, yeah, I only have two points uh, <laughs> in um, two points in front of Sana, and then only eight in front of of Katrina so um, I think it will be really hard to defend that jersey but then well I will uh, give it a hundred percent to uh, yeah but sorry what was your your question before the (laughs) no well I was just I was just thinking that I mean imagine you know when you were when it was so hard last winter and you were thinking oh god maybe I should give up and then you know if you could see yourself now yeah yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. And um, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I just, I think uh, the best thing is that I surprised myself also. Well, I knew I could uh, could do this, but then uh, with all the things going on last summer, I didn't expect it that it would happen this season. Yeah. Oh, what an amazing year, 2014, it's the year you finish your degree, it's the year you start for a new team, it's the year you have all these firsts. I mean, I guess yeah. the exciting thing is if oh, you stop... Oh, now I remember what I wanted to say, <laughs> <laughs> you were about well, Ronse, it was also my first win ever, I think, because I never really um, win anything before, so it was, um, it was funny because when... Uh, in the last final uh, meters, I I was thinking, oh my god, now I have to put my hands in the and arms in the air, <laughs> but I don't know how. <laughs> so if you look at the picture, it is a bit embarrassing to be honest. That's the best story ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I looked at the picture and I thought, oh, I need to win another race and I need to improve that for sure. <laughs> so do you feel like your victory salute in Koppenberg was, you know, good good training? <laughs> it, it was a bit better, but then, to be honest, I, I did a little, a little bit of practicing during my training. No, <laughs> no, well, no, I'm joking. <laughs> well, you'll have, to, you'll have to win some more this year, Sophie, and, you know, and then we can... Yeah, I need, then we can, I need to... We can judge it. We can judge how you improve. Yeah, I think we should do that. <laughs> I mean, it must be the most embarrassing. It must be every bike rider's fear that you put your hands in the air to celebrate And then winning. you crash. And then someone <laughs> overtakes you. Oh, well, yeah, that's... Oh, that would even be more worse. Yeah, I know. Well, I hope you have a really good race. I hope when you come to England, you love it. And I hope the crowds are wonderful for you. And obviously, I hope you get to enjoy wearing the World Cup leader's jersey. Yeah, yeah, I'm already looking forward to that. So I think I will enjoy it. Um, I will join very much. Oh, excellent. Well, massive good luck in this season. And thank you very much for talking to us. Thank you. Oh, and if people, if people want to find you online, what's your website address? www.sophiedeboer.com and you're on Twitter as well? 
Um, I think it is uh, my name, Sophie Le Bou, but then with uh, two S's oh, in yes. front. So it's S, it's Sophie de Boer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll put links to where you are on my um, on my blog, prowomenscycling.com, and they can find people can find links to videos of you and to your Facebook and your Twitter and your website. Oh, yeah. And Thank they can you. just go on everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Excellent. Thank you very much. I'm able to do these interviews thanks to the support of my Patreon supporters. Um, if you'd like to support me too, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash women's cycling. And thank you very much. Come back very soon for more interviews throughout the winter.